And we're back. Welcome. Good morning, Mr. Miller. How's it doing? It's going very well, E. Going very well. What a wild, wild week 12 that they said was officially the longest Yeah, they finally week. finished it last night with my Steelers. And, man, Big Ben gave me a heart attack on that final drive. He threw it up in the middle of the field. I thought he was throwing <laughs> it up on purpose. I was like, what's he doing? <laughs> Do you think that that really had a negative impact? Some people like Cam Hayward were saying their body needed a rest, but what about uh, the I drop mean, passes? My close friends know how I feel about uh, Deontay Johnson. I mean, he's special. He's very athletic, but he drops a ton of passes. And, and I'm thinking the same with Claypool. Claypool drops a ton of passes too, mm. um, or, or catchable balls, in my opinion. I think Juju's the most sure hand. Uh, sure-handed and I think he dropped a couple yesterday too so I don't know man it's uh I don't know it's interesting but um, I'm ready to get right into it man let's jump right to the first game no Thursday night football tonight because they moved the Cowboys and the Ravens um so let's start with the first game um well, actually, hold up, Dom. What What do you want to do first? I'd like to uh, I'd like to get straight to one of these divisional matchups, and I'd actually like to get your take first on New Orleans at Atlanta. Okay, New Orleans at Atlanta. These teams already played. Uh, Atlanta's got they got two games now of film on Taysom Hill. That's kind of my biggest concern with New Orleans. Now, I do think that Atlanta's um, given way too much credit for that win last week against the Raiders. I mean, everything literally broke for them. Um, it was 6 nothing, and then they went for a touchdown on like 4th and 4, 4th and 3 uh, to goal, and they got it. Barely, but if they don't get that, I mean, it's six nothing. The Raiders got a chance. It's like when they scored that touchdown, the Raiders kind of went into panic mode there, mm-hmm. and they didn't really need to go into panic mode. And they drove down the field and they turned it over, and then it, it was just a mess. And then and then the game just got away from them. So I thought that was totally. I think a lot of people are giving Atlanta way too much credit. I mean, they are playing hard. Their defense is playing. Uh, scrappy. It's it's a tough game to call, man. I'm, I've got to go with New Orleans. Um, I think it, there's a lot of chalk this week, but if I had to pick an underdog, this is one that I'm kind of leaning towards. I'll go New Orleans. Uh, Low-scoring game. I'll go 20-17 to 17, New Orleans. I'm right there with you, E, man. You, you said it, and I wish I didn't do it last week. But I cannot see this week going any other way than just chalk. Like, And if there is a game that could have an upset, you know, I think it's this one. I see San Fran is a, is an underdog, and I think they got a really good chance of winning. But I'm with you. Uh, I'm going to go with New Orleans. What are they, on an eight-game win streak now? Yeah, they or, haven't lost since uh, the Packers. I think. Yeah. It was they lost to the Raiders and the Packers. And I, I think it's back eight to games. Back, I think. Yeah, that was back to back. I don't know if it's eight or nine game win streak. 
This is the second of their three straight road games. Went out to Denver, and that was just peewee football. Now they go to Atlanta, and that's what that's what worries me a little bit. Taysom Hill really showed that he's not, you know, Drew Brees throwing the ball. He's not Atlanta throwing the ball. Right. Atlanta's weakness is the pass defense. They can't sack anybody. They can't cover. But yeah. statistically, the run defense only giving up 99 yards per game. Pretty good. They're getting they're getting a little healthier. Gurley and Julio expected to play. I'm with you. I'm going to take New Orleans here. Probably 27-24. Wow. But I am not not too confident. I'm hoping that Hoping that they, they pull through and our man Lutz is that game winner. Hey, but, Will's going back to Atlanta where he's, where he's from. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go Saints 27-24. Yeah, I like it. Last thing to comment on that, I guess uh, Atlanta's run defense has gotten a lot better recently. I think New Orleans' run offense is just too good i think it's the best in the nfl when uh Taysom hill is back there right now i know it's a short sample size but i mean they are impressive man um next divisional game i mean this could be a snoozer alert in my opinion i got the lions at the bears and I uh, Dom, this is this is one of the hardest games I've had to pick in a long time, man. Just each, just each side is so. Oh, uh, you don't even want to think about it. I mean, the Bears, man. I'm I'm really I'm really embarrassed for the Bears. I thought they had more pride than that on defense. Um, Sunday night against the Bears. I mean, against the Packers. I mean, Akeem Hicks didn't play, so of course that makes things a lot more difficult in the middle. But Green Bay was able to have their way running the ball. I mean, Eddie Jackson was giving up on uh, tackling. I mean, Nagy was right about that. They really gave up. It was pathetic. Yeah, I was looking. I was like, man, they are just fed up. But it's still, I mean, this lack of pride. It was really embarrassing to watch. And then on Detroit. They totally just gave up on their coach. I mean, probably rightfully so, but I mean, it was it was basically two teams that just quit on each other um, right. last week. And now the interim head coach uh, Daryl Bevel, he's talking about how um, he's going to come in with a refreshed mindset. Everyone's going to be refreshed. I mean, we'll see. We'll see if that actually happens or not. I mean, I'm sure it's going to be really enjoyable not to have Patricia in the building because he was like, you know, it's really strict, really hardcore. So there's probably a lightness in the building. Um, you know, that could go one or two ways on Sunday. They could be like a little too loose and doing, letting people run down the field and, you know, make an right. interception one, one time and then letting up an 80 yard bomb the next play. Um, Mitchell Trubisky looks to start again this week. I don't know, man. It's such a weird game. I mean, if Chicago looked any bit better last week, I would pick Chicago easily because they have the better defense and they're at home. And that's just all I've got. That's all I've got, Dom. Uh, I got Chicago, better defense at home with Money Mitch. Um, Kind of a low-scoring one. I guess not really. I'll go uh, twenty-four to fourteen Bears. Mm. So 
I'm with you. I'm not very interested in this game, but I, I somewhat disagree. Even though everything you're saying is right, I'm gonna put I'm gonna I'm gonna put a little bit more faith in Chicago. Even though even though they don't give me a lot of reason to, I'm gonna put a little more faith in them. This is why Trubisky, the Lions, uh, unless they play a different defense, they're gonna continue to play a lot of man coverage, and Trubisky has usually done better with man coverage he's he's usually been able to make a few of those throws because uh mainly to Allen robinson anthony miller can get open that's um, a really good point tom because he's had some of his best games against detroit against yeah against detroit i mean but do you think they stay with the man-to-man concept now that patricia's gone that's that's the only question i think they do you can't um who said it yeah, I believe I believe it was um, Corey Unlin that said you can't change a defense in three days or something. He said, "I saw in an article." So, okay. Um, I'm fully expecting them to have the same defense go out there that doesn't stop the run that well. Which he must helps be a, a big bit. dummy, then, man. You don't. I mean, bro, Thanksgiving. Right. I, I saw they were running man. I remember you said in the morning. I know. I know you said they run a lot of man. Bro, they ran man against fast wide receivers and a good quarterback. Right. It's like, how dumb are they? Right. They just like it, it, you would think. You think they play zone this week or like learn from it, but they just keep playing it. That's all they. I mean, they're they're little New England man. They, I mean, obviously, they fired too. They fired the GM. He came. He was a scout in New England for the longest. Bob Quinn. Patricia was obviously in New England. For a really long time, but there's still quite a few pieces and quite a few players, you know, the Jamie Collins, the Deron Harmons, and a few other guys, Trey Flowers and everything that, yeah, Danny Shelton, that um, makes them think that they're still little New England. So, uh, New England plays a ton of man coverage, and if you remember two years ago, I believe it was 2018, that game Trubisky had against New England, that was like a 38-31 Patriots win, but Trubisky. Yeah, he had a he had a lot of yards and scored at least three times. So, I think he uh, I'm going to take Chicago 35-22. I do think Galladay and Swift should be back. Correct. That's uh, if he's still with uh, Galladay. I think Swift will be back. Right. So I'm going to go 35-22. I expect Allen Robinson to have a pretty good day. Wow, you think and Money Mitch is going to lead them to 35 points? I do, I do. This this year has still just been one where points have been more points have been scored. Like I I, I look at my um, predictions quite often, and like you know teams outscore my predictions. So I'm gonna continue that trend. I think they'll score for five Not touchdowns. Not this team. <laughs> <laughs> I think Montgomery could be able to run one. Mitch maybe throw three or run one himself. Maybe the defense or the special teams score. I'm gonna I'm gonna give Chicago a little bit more faith. I'm not completely sticking okay. a fork in them. I don't I don't All trust right. them really against any other good teams. But 35-22. Let's get to the last divisional one o'clock game. Um, pretty interesting this one. I got the Indianapolis Colts at the Houston Texans. I'll take this one away. Will Fuller suspended the rest of the season. 
Bradley Roby suspended the rest of the season for, uh, I don't know, whatever type of drugs they were taking in their body and per- performance-enhancing drugs. Hmm. Um, the, th- the funny thing about it is, is that Deshaun Watson kind of let the cat out the bag before the trade deadline, saying that if Will Fuller was traded to Green Bay, um, basically said he didn't know what he what, what would happen, like he, he who who he would throw the ball to. So cats out the bag, man. They're going to struggle on offense. It's a fact. I mean, they I don't know. They got Kiki Cutie. They got Isaiah Cutler, their rookie draft pick out of Rhode Island. Um, and they got Brandon Cooks. They got two pretty uh, good tight ends, too, but no running game, no offensive line for pass protecting. Um, it's a recipe for disaster, honestly. And the defense is already – I mean, we talk about worst defenses in the NFL. I think the Texans might have the worst defense in the NFL. And Indianapolis, on the other hand, as, as bad as that sounds – Indianapolis has all these COVID things, and they have problems. Costanzo's not going to play, most likely. Um, they haven't totally revealed what's going on with him, but they're, they're estimating a couple weeks. A lot of reports have been saying uh, the center, Ryan Kelly's had like a neck problem. And so that's kind of all on offense. Everybody else looks to be back on offense. But, I mean, losing Costanzo is a pretty big deal. The only, I mean, they're lucky. Houston's not the greatest at pass rushing, but – Apparently, I think they're only two and eleven when Costanzo misses a game. So I mean, they've only won two times out of thirteen games when Anthony Costanzo, their left tackle, doesn't play. And then, not to mention that the defensive line. I mean, who, we don't know who's coming back off the COVID list: Buckner, uh, Ture, and Autry, and then uh, Kari Willis. The safety's a little banged up too. So, I mean, when I first saw this game. I was like Indianapolis and a little bit of a drubbing, but all these injuries for Indianapolis and it's at Houston and Deshaun Watson. I mean, Dabo Sweeney called Deshaun Watson, Michael Jordan. You don't pass on him, man. I mean, he's Deshaun Watson's got (laughs) that it factor, you know, he's got it. So anything is possible with Deshaun, even with the bad receiving core. And this, this to me is all about the Friday injury report. If Indianapolis is is putting together somewhat of a starting defense, I got Indianapolis in a drubbing, a, pre, a pretty uh, easy snooze fest drubbing. So I'll lean that way. I'll lean that they get their horses back, even without Costanzo. I will go thirty four to twenty, Indy. So I'm thinking all the same things you're thinking. If if this is a fully healthy Colts team. <clears throat> I, I'm, I'm expecting drubbing. If oh, yeah, this for is, sure. Yeah, if this is a healthier Texans team, I'm thinking upset, you know. so uh, Absolutely. I mean, if Will the, Fuller and Bradley Roby were – I mean, not that Bradley Roby's like a huge difference maker, but, I mean, if, some, if Will Fuller was playing right. and all the injuries happened, oh, man, I'm thinking this is – it's it's fishy. But the fishy smell is gone now. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So <sighs> – I, I still like the Colts to handle business. Thirty to seventeen, Indianapolis. I still like them. As you said, you just you can't hide bad defense, and that is a truly, truly bad defense. This is a Colts offense that is 
above average, um, they're going to be able to move the ball. They're going to be able to move yeah. the ball. There might be a lot of field goals. I mean, they're, they're going to move the ball. You're right, man. They're going to score points. They're the 13th ranked offense in the league. Um, they're averaging 373 yards, so they're going to be able to move the ball. The Texans don't really have many sacks. Phil will be comfortable. You know, they, they have a new receiver every week, it almost seems like. Michael Pittman, Zach Pascal, yeah. Trey Burton, Mo Ali Cox, Jack Doyle. I mean, it's just amazing how there's not one superstar. But I like right. close 30 to 17. I like them to handle business and um, be more focused. I think the Texans, man, they just, they've had way too much to deal with that I don't, I don't, I don't see how they're going to be. And then, you know, Indianapolis, yeah. even with some of their horses out on defense, you know, you still trust that. You still trust that overall they're not going to give up too many big plays. So, yeah. Yeah, I'm with you on that. I'm with you on all of that, Dom. I mean, man, if Indy was a little bit healthier, that's my really big hunch gut pick is that Indy's going to just take care of business at Houston this week. Um, Let's – change gears since there's no prime time you know we went off the off the rails just doing divisional games let's turn it up a notch Don what's your most exciting game of the week I'm going Giants at Seattle what I am really most exciting my most exciting game I'm gonna I'm gonna I wanted to go Tennessee Cleveland I did but I feel as though I talk about Tennessee too often. I think that I've had them as my most exciting game the last two weeks. Yeah. And uh, we feel pretty comfortable about Tennessee. You know, I, I, I enjoy watching the Titans. I really do for the last two years now. But yeah. I'm going with Seattle and New York because New York has been hot. We've been giving them credit. Let's let's give, let's give them some more credit, man. Some people need a little bit more. It's Colt McCoy. It, that might be better. <laughs> I know you hate Daniel Jones. He's not. He, you, you took his name away. Uh, he's not Danny Dimes. He's not Danny Dimes. But Colt McCoy is. Oh gosh, he's worse than Danny Dimes, man. I watched him when he came in last week <laughs> against the Bengal Kitty Tigers. Yeah, I'm with you. But is it not? Is it not in his favor that I think they're going to be able to run the ball? A little bit better against Seattle. Seattle's defense Seattle. has gotten better. And, yeah, their run you know, defense is pretty nice right now. I think they're going to still be able to run the ball. I like Gallman. I like what he's been doing. He's been a, he's been a nice, nice little steady piece for that offense. I like Cole McCoy. I don't know. I'm with. Is this Cole an McCoy. upset alert? Are you alluding to an upset alert? I have them on upset alert for sure. I'm not picking the upset. No way. Okay, no way. Okay. But I really, I really one. This is this is the other thing. I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of dodging, you know, some things. But I really enjoy four o'clock games in Seattle. Four o'clock <laughs> East Coast games, you know, one o'clock kickoffs for Seattle. It always starts off nice, bright, and yeah. sunny, and then it tails off it toward the end. I really enjoy <laughs> that. I like the Giants, yeah. man. I I like what they've been doing recently. I want to give them some love, man. I think that they're gonna make it interesting, like Russ. I still expect Russ to be efficient, but the Giants, they're going to stop him on third down sometimes and get off the field, you know? Um, Cole McCoy, as bad as he is, every time I watch him, there is always one of those, 
like for instance last night Trace McSorley he finds Marquise Brown and then you know there's just like a a yeah. DB out of position and the next tackler slips or something and it seems like that always happens with Colt McCoy or he just like throws a pass he shouldn't the DB relaxes just for a little bit thinking it's a pick somehow it's a it's a crazy tough catch and then the guy you know there's nobody else there to tackle him it's a long TD I feel like that always happens when I watch Colt McCoy so the fact that I think that they're going to be able to run the ball a little bit with with Gallman um play a little bit tougher defense on Russ. I like this one to be a one-score game. I'm going to pick Seattle for sure. 28-24, man. I'm shocked, Dom. I'm absolutely shocked. This one is exciting for me, man. You got an NFC matchup. You know, the Seahawks trying to stay ahead in the division. Giants also trying to stay ahead in the division. So you're going to get the, the best from these two teams. No COVID issues, nothing like that. It's been a clean week where they both played on, um, well, Seattle played Monday and New York played Sunday. But that's still, you know, a typical week. Like, let's get prepared. Let's get ready. Let's focus in. We don't have any of these issues. I like this one a lot, man. 28-24 Seahawks, but, you know, an interesting game to watch. Fun. If the Giants score 24 points, I will be, I mean, it'll be one of the biggest surprises, in my opinion, this football season, if they score 24 points. Um, I got a stone cold under in this game. I mean, this one's on snooze alert, drubbing alert, route alert. This one is, I mean, Colt McCoy at quarterback against... (laughs) A Seattle defense that, I mean, okay, you could throw all the bad games out. Throw them all out. This is not the same Seattle defense. They have, they are almost completely healthy on defense. They got the defensive end, um, Dunlap. I think he's actually a little banged up uh, right now. I think he's one of the few on that defense. So we got to monitor that. But. Jordan Brooks, the rookie linebacker. All the linebackers are healthy. The defensive line's playing really well. They're stopping the run. They're still not amazing against the pass. That's fine, but they're getting better. And now Jamal Adams' shoulder, he said, was finally feeling good. It showed he had a really nice game against the Eagles. Um, if they they think they're going to get Quinnen Dunbar back, no, or, or I think it's next week they're thinking about getting him back. I think it's next week. So so they're still without uh, Quinnen Dunbar. But every everybody's healthy on that defense. And then you have that, and they're at home, and they're playing Colt McCoy and a not-so-good offensive line. Oh, and Darius Slayton and Sterling Shepard are injured, too. They're questionable already this week to play. Um, yeah, the, the Giants' defense is going to give them some problems, but – Colt McCoy is going to turn the ball over. It's going to give the Seahawks short field. They're going to get two easy touchdowns out of it. They'll work for another touchdown and kick two other field goals. And then the Giants offense, they're not scoring 24 points. I'm telling you that right now. They'll be lucky if they score 13 points. I'm going 27-6 to Seattle over the Giants. Wow. Yeah. It's not not exciting for me, man. It's a bold pick, Dom. I love the uh, – I love a little the flavor to it. it. 
Uh, it's, a little flavor, a little you, different. Adding flavor, yeah. We've had chicken. We've had chicken every 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 day for dinner this week. Let's let's get a little steak or something. You know. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if you call that steak something, man. That's a chef <laughs> surprise. <laughs> I'll 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 turn it over back to the most exciting, my most exciting game of the week, and I'll take it away. You alluded to it, Dom. But it really is, if you look at all the games, except for our heavyweight bout, and that one's, uh, I guess, yeah. But Cleveland at Tennessee, it's the most exciting. It's playoff-wise, the implications of that. And then also, just both of these teams are phony. I mean, Tom, I know you think the world of Tennessee but I am letting everybody know right now, both of these teams are phony, absolutely phony. Tennessee lost to Cincinnati. Um, Cleveland almost lost the Jags last week because Stefanski didn't want to kick the field goal with five minutes left. What a dummy. And then both of these teams, oh my gosh, I mean their defenses just give up so many points. I'm telling you, it's going to be the most exciting game of the week just because there are going to be points on points on points in this game. If you love shootouts, this is the game to watch. Miles Garrett does look to be back. I don't know about Denzel Ward for Cleveland's defense. Um, everybody on offense looks to be healthy on both sides of the ball. I know Tennessee's O-line is a little makeshift, but they're still getting it done. And it's, and the Tennessee defense is just a mess, man. I don't know. They are, they are awful. They are just so awful. Um, It's going to be ground and pound. I mean, it's going to be bully ball on both sides of the ball. It's going to be really nice to watch. I mean, a shootout on the ground game, you don't really see that too often, but that's exactly what this will be. Uh, I think the winner gets to 30 points. The loser will be in the high 20s. And I'm going to go with the upset here, Dom. Wow. Yep. I mean, I, uh, Tennessee, let, let me look at their schedule real quick, who they've beaten. Man. I mean, let me just show. I mean, Cleveland's a pretty phony team too, but I just want the our listeners to understand this 8-3 record is fool's gold at its finest. They barely beat Denver, barely beat Jacksonville, barely beat Minnesota, uh, routed Buffalo on a weird game, almost lost to Houston, really should have lost to Houston, Lot got was getting blown out by Pittsburgh, then laid an egg against Buffalo, gave up 17 points to the Bears, and they, um, they barely, well, they were in control of the Bears the whole game, that, that's an okay win, lost to Indy, escaped Baltimore, beat an injury-riddled Colts team phony written all over it man I got them losing I got the Browns 33 to 28 mm. well phony Dom phony I think one of the ways to look at this game should be that the Browns just are not ready yet to win a big enough game like this let's go through the Browns schedule routed by the Ravens you beat the Bengals by five, Washington by fourteen. That was that game was pretty close. 
beat the Cowboys, um, fully healthy Cowboys, in a in an exciting one. Beat the Colts, yeah. which that one, I, I mean, I don't even know how they did that. Routed by the Steelers, barely beat the Bengals, should have lost. Lose to the Raiders, beat the Texans and Eagles in a bad weather game, almost lose to the Jags. Like, that's, to me, a much worse 8-3. and three. This team is just not ready to win a big game like this. They're still – I give them a lot of credit, and they're going to make the playoffs. I, I appreciate what Cleveland's doing. But this is a Titans team that everybody on this team pretty much played in the AFC Championship last year. They found their stride at some point last year. They've There's just too many pieces. I've talked about it for quite a bit now. Tennessee actually has an identity. The fact that they won these last two games, well, last week was a little bit of a gimme with Indy being so banged up, but that Baltimore win, they've got their swagger. It is big hen time. I don't care. He has 100 rushing yards the rest of the year in every game, close to 200. I mean, this is just going to be Tennessee all day. Yes, there will be some exciting points, but Tennessee 38-23 because they have a team with more – Big game experience and big game wins. You know they're 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 hungry. They're trying to get back to that AFC Championship game. At least they're 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 in a nice spot. I appreciate the spot that they're in because they're still not complacent. They're still underneath Kansas City and Pittsburgh, so they know that they still have work to do. And I think that's where they want to be, man. I think they're right where they where they want to be. Ah, I like this game. I like this game to have Tannehill still be efficient too. Some good passes. Um, Jonu Smith will probably. I'm pretty sure Cleveland has done terribly against fantasy tight ends all year, and uh, I like Jonu Smith to also have a big day. I think it's a big day for Tennessee. I think Nashville they get rocking. You remember this game was la- This game happened last year in Cleveland. And Big Hen had a, a a nice day, 84 rushing yards, a touchdown, and a screen yeah, took 75 yards to the house. I remember that vividly. I think they won like 43 to 19. It was one yeah, that was I was expecting dropping. Cleveland. Yeah, I was expecting Cleveland to win that one. Similarities. This is definitely a better Cleveland team now, but number six is still quarterback, right? And that's a problem. <laughs> I don't care if it's, it's Tennessee. I don't care if it's Tennessee's defense. Six will throw. He'll overthrow. He'll have two picks for sure. Sunday, for sure. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I just think Tennessee's gonna get exposed this week, and I hope they do, man. They're they were like one of my teams I like rooting against right now. I don't know why they're just these phony teams, man. I can't stand them. <laughs> um, let, let's keep it going. We really turned it up right there with that. Let's let's not snooze it. Let's pick some drubbings. Dom, let us know. What's your drubbing of the week? I think the Raiders take out their anger and frustration on the Jets. I really do. I really do. I think that... I think that you pointed it out that... um. Oh, no, excuse me. Excuse me. I have to get this game out of the way. Miami-Cincinnati. Bengals, they just—they don't stand a chance. They don't have a shot. I'm not, I'm not even going to talk about that. They don't have a them. shot. 30, 30 to 13, fish over the Bengals. But that, yeah, that one's I'll, such I'll a – yeah. Go, yeah, I'll, I'll touch on this too real quick. Uh, just get this one out of the way. Um, <laughs> Just get it out of the way. Please, please. 
Yeah, I, I watched Allen. Now, Allen for the Bengals, I watched, I watched the highlights. He could throw a little bit, man. He can throw okay. Um, it wasn't awful. The only thing that was awful is that the Bengals can't run the ball and they can't protect. So, I mean, is we all knew this, but that's why Joe Burrow can escape and make plays happen. Allen can't do that. That's why this offense is totally handcuffed. Um, Miami's defense, they, they can blitz. They can get after the quarterback. It's a recipe for disaster. Um, Fitzpatrick, Tua, it doesn't matter who starts. Dolphins and a complete drubbing. I got uh, what was your score, Dom? Thirty to thirteen. Yeah, I think that's a pretty. I think it's a nice score. Miami probably will give up some some points in garbage time. Yeah, I'll, I'll go along that line. I think the fish do get to thirty. I'll go thirty three, ten. Well, back to the Jets and the Raiders game. Yeah, back to back to the somewhat interesting game. I got fooled last year. I was expecting. It was a drubbing. Jets beat the Raiders 34-3. However, I think that's fuel to the fire this year for the Raiders. Yeah, yeah Dom, what, what happened in that game? Because I was looking at that. That was late in the year, and the Raiders were having a chance to make a run, and the Jets were still bad last year. So, I mean, what happened in that game? I don't remember that one. It was it was 34-3. It was, a turn. I think, a turnover uh, day for Derek Carr. Um, I'm looking now at the stats. Sam Donald threw 315 yards, two touchdowns. Derek Carr threw one pick. And then they lost one fumble. Okay, so um, wasn't a big turnover day. But, yeah. Um, yeah, that was it was just a weird one. I remember the, Jet, the Jets had a ton of... Was it at Oakland or at New York? No, yeah, it was in the Meadowlands. And the Jets just had okay. a ton of energy, a ton more energy. I know that wasn't said correctly. <laughs> they had much more yeah. energy than the Raiders did. This one also is in the Meadowlands, but I really, so you said Derek Carr's wife gave birth last week. I think that's why they didn't play as well. So I think it's just reversed uh, on Monday, I think Monday afternoon. So I mean, okay. I don't know if they planned it or whatnot, but yeah, I mean, you can only imagine Derek Carr playing and you know, your wife's going to give birth the next day. It's a lot to, right. of stuff you're thinking about. But I'm, I think it's reverse, man. I like Las Vegas to come out, get after it, and um, I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Las Vegas, thirty-four to seventeen, seventeen-point victory. How how's that sound? Is that a drubbing? We count that as a drubbing, sure. Thirty-four seventeen. All right, I'm gonna jump in now. Um, Jump, jump into the deep end here on this one, man. Out of all, there's a, there's a lot of chalk games this week. I mean, there's a lot of, um, if you look in that spreads, it's a lot of ten point favorites, nine point favorites, a um, lot of chalk this week. I mean, it's it's hard to even look at a lot of these uh, lopsided games and even think that the upset has a chance to win. Um, I mean, I won't talk about my other upset alert pick. It's kind of bold. Um, but this one, man, out of the, there's sort of like six or seven games where there's um, like a 9, 8, 10, 11 point favorite. And you're just looking at it and you're like, 
you know, I, I think it's like an 85% chance that those teams win with a 10-point favorite uh, attached to them. And so that means only like 15% of the time that 10-point dog has a chance of winning. And I, I don't see it this week, man. I really think all of those big-point favorites are going to win. Me too. Um. I mean, I'm I'm trying to smell one out, man. And the only one, well, there's there's another one that I'm kind of alluding to. Um, I don't, I still don't think I'm bold enough to pick that one either. We'll talk about that here shortly. Um, I like the Jets to have a shot at beating the Raiders, and it's it's man, if just that Jets offense can show up and do something. And the thing about it is, is that they're playing the Raiders' defense. And so, I mean, this is the one that smells fishy the most out of all of them. And if Darnold could somehow, some way, put together an average to good game, they have a shot at beating Las Vegas. And... I've done this way too many times in the past where I have tried to force wins on teams because they're playing a, a, a worse team. They need the team. They need the win more. They're trying to get in the playoffs. All this stuff. You're like, oh, they're, they're going to win. They got to win. They got more to play for. The more I have watched the NFL, you got to throw that theory out the window, man. Why? Because this is the NFL. This is the NFL, man. They don't care if they're 0-11. They don't care. That defense played well last week. They had turnovers after turnovers after turnovers against the Fish. They had a chance to win that game multiple times throughout that game. And Las Vegas better be ready, man. They better be ready. Um, I know Chucky, John Gruden apologized to Raider Nation after they lost to the Falcons in the post-game press conference. Um, I know they're going to be ready. I know they're going to play hard. But this one wouldn't shock me if it's close at all. It really wouldn't. Uh, I don't have the balls to pick the Jets. Um, I don't even think it's – I mean, it's all depending on that Jets offense. I, I don't have the balls to pick this to be a close game, but don't be surprised if it is one. I will pick the Raiders 27 and the Jets, 17. We got one more 1 o'clock game, right? The Jags and the Vikings? Yes, the Jags and the Vikings. Um, sorry, Dom, you already gave your take on, on the Jets uh, Raiders, right? Yeah, I had... Las Vegas 34-17. Yeah, yeah, my apologies. I, I thought you just talked about it. I don't, yeah, I forgot your score. Um, yeah, sorry, man. Jags at the Vikings. Jacksonville's playing scrappy and tough. Minnesota looking to find their stride in the mix of a playoff uh, hunt. I think they're one game back of Arizona. So, uh, Dom, talk about your boys. What's going on? I like 31-19. The Jags have still... Um, been respectable in some games. They're starting Glennon, Dom. What's up with that? Why Why would they do that? They know he's not the future, and yeah. they know 
they have Luden, who could potentially be their future if they want to keep trying to develop him. I think Minshew probably could play this week. So, like, what is, what's up with that? Are they just tanking? I don't know. I know that they, they're definitely going with the hot hand for sure. That makes sense. He threw two touchdowns, no picks last week. Made a few. He looked he looked good last week. Yeah, he made a few good plays last week. So there's I mean, when I think of all these guys, you just you literally think about all of them and you're like that 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 empty <laughs> I think people will get a, a kick out of this. That empty toothpaste bottle that you're able to just you're trying to squeeze, you know, the last little bit out, and then all of a sudden, uh-huh. more than you were expected comes out, and you're like, "Whoa!" I feel, I feel like that's a that's good way planning. to that's the good way to describe what's been happening. Luton comes out his first game, you're like, "Whoa!" That's right. That's that was hey, more what, than what I what's thought. What's this all about? <laughs> yeah, like Glennon comes out there last week. Whoa, that was more than I thought. Minshew, he's he's been the best been the option. Toothpaste guy's whole life. Yeah, he's been the toothpaste guy his whole life. <laughs> so they've been respectable, but they have dropped in their second start. All of them did. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I like 19 points. Um, James Robinson should still have a good day. Vikings run defense hasn't been great all year. 31-19, no, I like that Vikings offense to have a nice day. Not really nice day. Thielen should be back. They said Dalvin Cook's yeah, beat back. up, but um, – I really like that Viking offense to have a nice day. 31-19. Yeah, this one this one's a snooze alert for me. This one this one is one of my snoozers. Um don't let the points total last week in the Vikings game fool you. Uh this Vikings defense is becoming the real deal. It's it's getting a lot better. And I mean a lot better. Um, They gave up two defensive touchdowns last week. Or uh, offensive. The offense turned the ball over and it led to two Carolina Panther touchdowns is what I'm trying to say. So I think the Vikings defense only gave up 14 points or 13 points. Something like that the entire game against against a pretty good... Panthers offense man I mean that offense is talented it's been able to put up 30 points multiple times this year that offense isn't no slouch and I know they didn't have McCaffrey but Mike Davis has always played well this year they had all their wide receivers healthy uh Teddy uh two gloves was playing so I mean don't tell me they were injured don't tell me any of that stuff the Vikings defense is playing better they're playing a lot better and I think the whole toothpaste thing, I think you're going to squeeze. It's just going to be air coming out. There's going to be nothing there this week. Um, I, I don't think Jacksonville scores over 14 points this week. I think Minnesota gets up early on them. They're play, it's funny. They're playing the exact – it's like they're playing Minnesota. It's like they're playing Cleveland again this week, except it's a better defense. So – I mean, Cook and Chubb, I mean, they're probably the two best pure running backs in the NFL, running the ball. So, it's literally, I mean, Stefanski came from Minnesota. It's the same offense this week. Jacksonville, we know how they look. I mean, they let Chubb run all over them. It's going to be the right. same thing this week. That's even really if Madison point. does. Right. E- even if uh, Madison 
runs the ball a little bit more. I like Madison this week. I, th- I think uh, it's going to be no problem. I think they run up and down the field. I think they score three first-half touchdowns. It'll be like 21-3 to three at halftime, a, com- a complete snooze fest. Um, maybe a defensive touchdown as well. They're re- the funny thing is the Vikings have gotten really good at, at uh, intercepting the ball. I mean, they've, they've come with some timely interceptions. So I got maybe a defensive touchdown in the third quarter when uh, Glennon's like throwing all the time, and it's going to get ugly, man. Uh, Minnesota will get into the 30s. I've got 34 to 6 Vikings over the Jaguar kitties. And that's all of our 1 o'clock games, Dom. Yeah, tech, yeah, Houston, Texas, all that, 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 that. Yeah, we, yeah, we rolled through all the 1 o'clocks, man. Uh, we touched on the 4 o'clock with your um, most exciting game of the week. Um, uh, my second... Most exciting game of the week is definitely Los Angeles at Arizona. Definitely. Four o'clock special. Um, so I'm going to let you start, man. There's a, there's a lot to talk about in this one. I don't – I'm not going to lie. I did not come pr- too prepared for this game. I just can't get the image of Kyler out of my mind, Pouton. It's a good, <laughs> good Rams defense. Statistically, you know, they're at the top, second in yards given up, 93 rushing yards per game they're giving up, over yeah. 203 passing yards per game they're giving up, 34 sacks. Like, statistically, this is a good, good defense, man. Only giving up 19 Very good points. defense. I like that. I like that a lot. This Arizona defense, yeah. it's average. Um, So, I think that helps golf out a little bit. You know, every Rams game – just comes down to how well does golf play, but yeah, I'm I'm gonna stick with the Rams here. I think I think it's getting to to be a uh, cloudy, cloudy time for the Cardinals on the brink of the playoffs. I think it's getting cloudy for them. I just I can't get that it out is. of my mind either. We went, you and I uh, offset went over to um the rest of the Cardinals schedule and it just it doesn't look good and. Mm-mm. This is one of the starts, man. I'm gonna go with the Rams here. I'm gonna take them 29 to 18. I like those weird scores. A lot of the, a lot of time you you never see you know the the regular touchdown extra point scores. Yeah, but 29 to 18. I like that. I like some field goals. I like some wacky. They went for two. They didn't get it. They did or you know get it. So 29 and 18 Rams. Yeah, I'm with you, Dom. Um, I'm with you. I want to pick the Cardinals really badly. Um, I still think they have a shot to win. It's it's a really squirrely game. It's, it's one of those games I'm like, I don't know, man. I really don't know. I, I do like how disciplined and aggressive the Rams defense is plays but i was looking at their schedule i just i i don't know how good that defense truly is i'm having a hard time with it um uh, they beat the cow just look at their schedule they beat the cowboys in the beginning of the season um 
against Dak and everybody first game. I don't know. Dak's always struggled against good defenses too, so it's it's kind of hard. And, or like teams that are good, so it's kind of hard to judge that one. Philly's a bad offense. Then they play Buffalo. Buffalo's a good offense. They give up 35 points. I mean, they were like getting routed at the beginning of the game. Then they played New York, Washington, uh, injury-riddled San Francisco team, Chicago. And then they play Miami, who, I mean, they're not even a great offensive team either. Then they play Seattle, who's banged up offensively. That didn't have Chris Carson, no running game. Um, and then they play Tampa. They put up a really nice effort against Tampa. And then they play San Francisco. So, I, I don't know, man. It, it, it's definitely a top-five defense still. But the point I'm trying to make is – I still think the Cardinals can move the ball on them. I think they can score. I do like points in this one. I do like both teams to get over 20 in this one. Um, man, uh, you know what? I, I'm going back to my old theory. You know, I am going to pick the Cardinals to win this game, Dom. I am going back to my old theory of just because it's been happening, just because teams say that they're tired of doing it, just because they're saying, you know, we're going to get it corrected and they're frustrated and then they're they're the more upset team or whatever, whatever you want to say, that they're the better team and that they should win this game. Um, everything points that way for the Rams. But... I'm still going with the same trend. I think Goff struggles in this one. I think Sean McVay's 6-0 against Arizona his, uh, in his career with the Los Angeles or something like that. And I and remember last year, Robert Woods had like 160 yards receiving the first half last year against him. Um, I think Arizona wins in a really close one. I like the weird score theory, Dom. 27-26 Arizona in the last couple, one, maybe the last play of the game. That's interesting. I like I like that you're going against it. Stay with your gut. Yeah, I got to stay with my gut on that one. I, I, I was thinking Rams all the time, and the more I keep thinking about it, it smells, man. That, that's a really big smell test for me. And I, I'm going with the Cardinals. I'm going to lock in the Cardinals to win in a weird fashion. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> um, I can't I can't write them off yet. Um, I want to get this game out of the way, Dom. Uh, Denver at Kansas City. I don't care who's quarterback in Denver. I don't care if all four of those guys come back. <laughs> I don't care if all four of them come back, Dom. It doesn't matter. Right telling you kansas city man at home like i think kansas city i don't i think they don't have anybody that they play next week that they're uh overlooking the broncos i mean this one's just gonna be a straight snoozer drubbing route let's talk about this quickly i got kansas city i'm just gonna i'm just gonna give you the score i don't even care man i got kansas city they're going to get in the 30s, man, at home. Uh, like 35, Denver 13. That's it. That's all I got on that one, Dom. Yeah, I'm going to I'm I'm almost right there with you. I'm not spending any time on this either. I'm going 38-16 though. Um garbage mm-hmm. time is a real thing. And so yeah, I expect I expect Kansas City to be up this whole game, you know, and then yeah. Denver to score in that last 6 minutes or whatever of the game. So 
38-16, but yeah, this 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 is not a fun Sunday night game. Yeah, it's not. Not at all. Um I'm gonna go to an upset alert, Dom. My next game. I'm going the Eagles in Green Bay. Okay, okay. Talk to me. I'll t- I'll talk this one through a little bit. Eagles everything's going against them right now. Lots of stuff going on there. Um Green Bay's defense, they have they're talented. They could play well if they want to. I think they're very poorly disciplined. I think Pettin has no discipline over that defense, and I think that's why they give up a lot of points, why they don't finish teams off. They let Money Mitch score 25 points against them. Um, it's an opportunity. That's the only reason out of all these um, high favorites that this game in particular has a chance. Um the Eagles have a chance to score points, just like they did last year in the Thursday night game when they beat Green Bay at Lambeau. They have a chance because of that Green Bay defense. Even if everybody's healthy on Green Bay defense, they have a chance because they're not disciplined. Um, and the front seven for Philly, we know they're really a stingy. We know they can get after it. Um, with all that said, I got Green Bay winning. <laughs> It's upset alert, but, man, I think Green Bay takes care of business in this one. Uh, I, I can't pick any of these high favorites to lose this week. I just can't. I got Green Bay uh, 28, Philly with a late touchdown, maybe like 20, 28-20. I'm with you, E. This is one I never want to count the Eagles out. I still want to respect them a little bit, but there's just not enough there. There's nothing working in their favor. Absolutely nothing. It was. I, I thank you for reminding me about that Thursday night win. So I think that adds fuel to the fire that the Packers are like remembering that, like revenge. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Um, I'm with it. Can you give me your score one more time? Twenty-eight to twenty. Twenty-eight twenty. I like Green Bay to get to thirty. I'm gonna go thirty-one to. 22 you know i like those weird scores but yeah i'm just with you man i'm tired of trying to back the eagles up i I tried to back them up but Wentz, i've tried to back him up and next year we'll talk again but this year he's just been bad it's just been bad football 31 22 packers they'll get it done i'm confident in that in lambo oh yeah lambo for sure 100 percent. yeah just last thing on this it's just hard it's like any any sport, man, any sport with a good player or even a borderline great player, they're good and great for a reason. If they've done it before, they're just in a slump, they're going to come out of it. They're going to play better somehow, some way. Carson was going to be the MVP of the league, man. And, I mean, I guess you could say the same thing about Lamar, but, I mean – these players, they'll have bad stretches. They'll figure it out somehow. I, I totally. I mean, Eagle, Eagle. I don't know, Nation. Whatever you guys, Bird, Birdland. Whatever you guys call each other. <laughs> uh, um, I don't give up on Carson, man. I think he's still there. I think he's gonna turn the corner. Um, with all that said, Green Bay twenty-eight twenty. <laughs> um, Dom, let's get a uh, last four o'clock game. 
Oh, man. Gosh, we, hit, we even hit the primetime uh, Sunday night game. I didn't even know that Kansas City. That's a bad primetime game, man. Oh, gosh, that's awful. Um, so let's finish the 4 o'clock uh, slate up. I like this game a lot, Dom. I really do. I'll let you take it away first. New England Patriots at the Los Angeles Chargers. Yeah, this is one. This one almost crept into my most exciting game. This is an exciting one. Yeah, me too, actually. It almost crept in there, man. I I even liked it, the, the fact that they're playing this one in L.A., man. I really do. Yeah, I do too. Huh. I'm torn, though, who I'm going to pick. I really expect Cam to have a good day. They could be able to run the ball a little bit. Don't think he'll be able to throw it that well. He looked so. I don't do. Do we know what he said? He comes off the field last week. Josh McDaniels is super happy. Gives him a big hug, and Cam's almost like, "I got to do better." Like I, I can't. I, I'm trying to read his lips, and I think that he yeah, said, "Yeah, I, I saw that too." Yeah, it's like, Coach, we won, but I'm not happy with my performance. I got to be better. And like, yeah. I appreciate that. I really do. Um, Cam, I like Cam, man. Cam's Cam's won me over. New England Cam has won me over. I'm I still can't stand him. Um, but but that that made me feel a little bit better. Obviously, he's not been doing too bad running the ball this year. Um, Herbert, he keeps growing on everyone every week. Uh. Like Keenan Allen, he's been he's been very very good in recent Herbie's weeks. Herbie's kind of struggled the past two weeks, I think. He hasn't been the same Herbert. I know Eckler looked pretty good last week. He had some more. He had some pop against. Oh, the today. Jets game, he was good. The Dolphins, I mean, yeah, the Dolphins and Bills game, he kind of struggled. Right. Right. I like Eckler to have a really big game though this week. I like that Eckler's back, man. It was the, it was nice watching him last week. I think this I think this will end up being an upset pick. I'm gonna go with the Chargers here. I I, I don't know if you have anything different, but I have this one as just like a um an even spread. Uh, they got I think the Chargers uh, minus one in some places. Um, but yeah, it's generally a pick 'em game. Okay, 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 okay. Um, it opened it opened with the Chargers being favored. Well, I'm gonna pick the Chargers, third to twenty-seven. I like Eckler to have a really big, yeah. really big day. I'm with you. This this should be exciting. So I'm gonna have the Giants Seahawks as my most exciting, and then probably my second most exciting <laughs> <laughs> with the Patriots Chargers. But this should be uh, <clears throat> there should be points in this one. Um, thirty to twenty-seven. Chargers. I mean, if New England loses this one, that really really hurts their playoff chances. Like. A lot. Yeah. Um, so that's why I was thinking this one could be an upset. But I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Herbert. Uh Anthony Lynn, he's really fighting for his job in my opinion. So this this could be I think he is too, man. This could be good for his resume. Give me the charges. Who you got? I've got I'll talk about it first. Um I just think Bill Belichick. He's got that organization so much pride, man, to beat the Ravens at home and the Cardinals at home. I mean, two teams that they were just clearly not as good as. I mean, uh, just really clearly not as good as. The personnel-wise, 
in matchup wise. Now, not coaching. I mean, they got the coaches. <laughs> I mean, McDaniel's, Bilicek, and Baby Bilicek. I mean, they got the coaches now. And the Houston game surprised me, man. It really surprised me. I thought they were going to be able to go on the road and beat a team with a really bad defense. And they didn't get it done. I think this is the game they'll get it done. I got the Patriots winning. Belichick's not going to have a losing season. He's going to somehow find his way to eight wins. He needs this game to get to eight wins. Um, they'll find a way. Good coach beats bad coach. Anthony Lynn is on the hot seat, man. I mean, the defense isn't – I mean, it's pretty bad. I mean, you might want to think about firing your defense coordinator. Um, what is it, Gus Bradley? He's awful. Yeah, oh my and, gosh. Um, yeah, he's awful. Awful. I mean, even with Derwin James out, Chris Harris out for a lot of time, Ingram and Bosa switching turns, being hurt, there's enough talent on that defense – to not be giving up 30 points every week. It's embarrassing, man. Um, New England, better, better coach beats bad coach. Anthony Lynn's on the hot seat. I, I think he should. I, I, I liked Anthony Lynn, man. I was kind of pulling for him, room for him. But I think he's a bad, I think he's a bad coach. Um, that team is like, I don't know, man. That's bad. Yeah, I'm done talking about that one. I'll get the score. Uh, I give a 27-24. New England. You know what, E? You've, uh, you, as you're talking, I'm getting the same feeling that I had last week when you talked about that. I got to switch. I got to take the Patriots, too. Yeah. I got to switch. Anthony, it just, and it is that coaching battle. Belichick will have Patriots more ready to play, and Lynn will have the Chargers ready to play. I got to switch. Give me the same score. Right. But Patriots. Herbert's first down. meeting against a Bill Belichick defense. Yeah. Bill Belichick's going to throw something at Herbert, man. Yeah. Um. Okay, let's get let's get these two ugly games out of the way. The NFC least against the AFC North, man. Let's just get these two ones out of the way. Get to the heavyweight bout. Uh, I'll start with the most uglier one. I mean, Dallas at Baltimore. Baltimore will have all their all their ponies back. Um, most likely, Dallas is dead in the water, man. I got a, I got a drubbing. I got 35, 38 to like 13 rappers <laughs> over the Cowgirls. Yeah, right there with you. Nothing to talk about in this game. What is Dallas doing? They're just they're stealing Tuesday money. Tuesday night special. They're stealing, stealing money, money from this at this point. Um, they are. The Ravens looking forward. They're gonna they're gonna turn it on. They're going to turn on. Like, we looked at the Cardinals' rest of their schedule, and it's bad. Yeah. It's really good for the Ravens. I like a, a bigger drumming. I'm going to go 42-17 Ratbirds. 40-burger. Oh, back-to-back 40-burgers for the Cowgirls. Ouch. <laughs> oh, all right. Let's 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 make our way to Pittsburgh, Heinz Field. Just a quick note, and then we'll get to the heavyweight pout. Um Talking about just like the atmospheres or something. Are you talking about uh, some game earlier? Oh, yeah, Seattle and like the one o'clock and it gets dark and it's like rainy and misty. Man, there was nothing like seeing Pittsburgh at five o'clock last night, dark and the yellow bleachers. Oh, man, nostalgia. All, oh, man, I, I got goosebumps, baby. Got goosies. Um, 
Same with this game, Washington at Pittsburgh. This game might be a little interesting just because Washington is playing with a little fire. Um, oh man, oh man, I, w- I woke up really hurt, man. I woke up like I like I had a breakup or something. Like, oh man, like a high school breakup. Bud Dupree out for the season, man. Oh gosh, that hurts. Yeah, that was tough. That is devastating, man. I mean, yeah, you still got to it. You got Cameron Hayward, Alalu, uh, you got uh, Watt. But I'm telling you, man, Dupree's the fastest defensive lineman we got. He is, I mean, bro, he's coming into his own. And we got Devin Bush with an ACL and Bud Dupree with an ACL. I mean, I think we needed Bud Dupree if, if we were going to beat the Chiefs. Now I'm really – I don't know, man. I, I don't know if we can without him. I really don't. That's a side note. Um, Washington defense playing better. Washington offense playing better. Um, I think they get their lunch handed to them this week. I got the Steelers winning. Keep it in the 20s. 28 to 17. Steelers over the – football team yeah i'm i'm kind of with you this one could get interesting washington is trying to keep pace and win their division they're not folding they're not laying down for anyone i like a little bit closer score i like i like them to actually have a little bit more success running the ball than some other teams have because of that loss with uh bud dupree because they have a few extra days because gibson has had a decent year. Well, I mean, better than decent. Gibson, you know, has been one of the top rookies. Yeah. Um. Not putting them on upset alert or anything, but twenty-seven to twenty, Steelers. I like this one to, to stay interesting. I like the vibes that Washington has going, but yeah, at the end of the day, it's just going to be too much. They're not going to be able to, you know, throw it that great. And I think Ben actually could throw for all three touchdowns that I had the Steelers getting. I like them to I like them to be able to pitch it around on Washington. You know what, Dom? I gotta change I gotta change my score a little bit on this one. I I think it's gonna be close. Steelers on a short week. Washington had a long week. Um I think Pittsburgh's gonna kinda overlook Washington a little bit. Uh, I think they're just kinda like upset that they don't have a day off. I think they're tired of like being in the facility all the time. I got like a twenty six twenty three game. I think the Steelers barely win. Yeah. Okay, let's let's get to this heavyweight uh bow Dom. Ding ding ding. Ding ding ding. <laughs> uh, it's 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 a weird bout this week, but it's just cause San Francisco put together a nice showing last week and Mm -hmm. their defense is healthy and now they don't have a place to play in california so they're playing in arizona it's it's very strange it's it's like totally 2020 in a nutshell um and then buffalo's traveling out there and buffalo's hitting their stride on defense offense is still good john brown's on ir so john brown won't play this week again um, but it seems like our boy Josh Allen is really figuring it out, Who, no matter who's out there. So um, he's going to have a test this week, man. That's That 49ers defense is healthy in the secondary. I mean, they are stocked with talent in the secondary. I mean, they're like – their backups at cornerback are legit. The safeties are playing well. The linebackers are very good. 
And then they got a very they have an above average defensive line. They don't have Bosa. Um they don't have Solomon Thomas, but they still have a very good defensive line. I've got an upset. I've got San Francisco winning this game. Um the only interesting thing is that Buffalo's coming back to the same stadium that they lost the Hail Mary on, so they're gonna be really juiced up to play. Um I think there's an outside chance that Garoppolo could play. Um, I don't think it really matters, Garoppolo or Mullen. Uh, I think they're kind of honestly a wash. Um, and they say Kittle might play too this week. I, I, I don't know about that. We'll, we'll wait to see on that. Um, I still got I got San Francisco winning. I think that Buffalo defense, they've been finding their form, but I think Shanahan outmatches that. I think they get to I'll, – I'll put a weird score up there, Dom. I like weird scores too. I'm with you. I'll go 29-26. 49ers over the Bills. So I'm right there with you. I like San Fran, and I like them to have more energy. This is another – the Bills are another team that I just don't see them yet <clears throat> uh, winning enough big games or doing, you know, honestly bringing enough juice. Yeah, they got the Steelers Sunday night at home the next week. That's right. something they might be looking ahead. Right. I just don't see them bringing enough juice. I see, like you're talking about, that 49ers defense – and the 49ers, okay, so the fact that they're not playing in their home stadium, they got to go somewhere else to play a home game, bringing them together. Yeah. Bringing them together. They'll like, have fans in the stands, though. Like, I think that cre- I think that's going to create that unity that that we all we got kind of attitude. Yeah. Um, yeah. I like that defense to really step up. I think I do too, the man. Bills are a phony team where, like, statistically or, like, against a bad team, you yeah. might look and see, like, this offense is kind of good or this defense is kind of good. But against a good enough team, they're going right. to fold, man. And I think this is the kind of game. The are that team with you. Yeah, I think this is the kind of game we're going to see them put the camera on Robert Sala a lot, the defense coordinator. He's going to yeah. be flexing <laughs> He's, his like, muscles. popping his fist. <laughs> yeah, because they're, yeah. they're making plays. They're batting balls. They're getting sacks or whatever it is. They're getting off the field on third down. Right, That's right, That's just how right. I see this one, man. I'm going to go with a, a, a conventional score, though, 24-21. 49ers, I think you hit on it. I don't think it matters. The offense should – 49ers offense should move well enough no matter who's right. taking the snaps. Um, run game's going to be there. Give me the 49ers. Yeah, I'm with you, Dom. I see Sala and his linebacker stance uh, pumping his fist, screaming his head off. <laughs> um, they're going to be juice, man. Monday night. All together, yeah. Even though Buffalo's come back to the same stadium, there it's like it's like one of those games where they're like, "Oh yeah, we know, like we're going back here. We're not losing the stadium again. We know what happened last time." But it's like, man, the 49ers gonna. It's it's weird, man. The 49ers are gonna be have more juice. I I can feel it already. They're gonna have more juice than the Bills are. Um, man, Dom, it's a lot of games we got to talk about with no bye weeks, and it's funny there were two teams on the bye week, and it still felt like forever. Yeah. <laughs> Um, going through all these games, but a uh, heck of a week, man. Uh, really enjoyed it as always. Thanks to all the listeners. Um, love the support. Finally on iTunes. Um, I should have this thing uploaded tomorrow at some time. Awesome, man. I appreciate your hard work. We got it. We got it done. Week thirteen. Hopefully, it'll be much cleaner than week twelve in the NFL. Looking forward to it. Thanks, guys.